0: Welcome back to the Chill Gamers Podcast. Today we have myself, Ian, Aaron. Hey, everybody. Defaced. Hello. Jimmy. What's up? And Perlick. Hey, guys. So today we have a few things to discuss, um, a few topics to actually revisit. And first and foremost, what I have been most excited about for the past few months at this point the release of Baldur's Gate 3. But
1: we're going to get into that later. Well, how about those uh, Series X's? What about them? Apparently, they, uh, they're they makeshift fireplaces. Yeah.
0: Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's, yeah, The eat um... that they're
1: putting out. <clears throat> yeah, so I guess, um, like, somebody from Giant Bomb... Was doing a review of it, and they <laughs> they were pulling out the SSD from the back, like the their like little NVMe, like PCIe four, um, yep, like Seagate drive, <laughs> and it like burned his hand or something. And Ooh. the thing is like super gets super hot. I'm not really surprised. Um, the app like the um, what was it the Apple Mac Pro like trash can had the same problem so i was kind of expecting it to run hot so but it's just kind of funny it's like history repeating itself or something
2: well help me out here cuz like the more i hear about that the more i'm like do they it's hard to deny him hurting his hand on the on the drive but if it's putting out a lot of heat that means it's working right it means the system in, inside is doing okay and it's actually getting all of the heat out because the only yeah. incident I heard of them burning their hand was on that one case, and I don't know
1: if that's going to be consistent, you know. I know there's been more than one person that has like mentioned it. So it seems to be okay. more than just an isolated incident. <laughs> so okay. that was yeah, the actually, expanded storage. Yeah. So um so yeah, the little drive. Apparently it gets super hot and also the console itself gets pretty hot too like but it's like whisper quiet. Huh. Which is kinda odd. You think it was I mean, not really odd, I guess, because if it's quiet, the fan's not spinning super fast. We can build up some heat pretty quick. Right.
3: Yeah, the thing about the SSD getting hot is they're fanless and small form factor. So it's gonna retain a lot of the heat just from the yeah. high transfer rate.
0: Huh. What do you mean by high transfer
3: rate? Uh, because if if you're running games off of a SSD, it's gonna be reading and writing a lot. And okay. that means the drive's gonna be active and generating a lot of heat.
1: Okay. Mm-hmm. So just from sheer use. Yeah.
0: Okay. It's, yeah, that makes sense.
1: And it's a PCIe four drive, so like it's gonna be doing a lot of computations really fast. So So
4: I had um posted a video in our Discord about um the breakdown of the PS five and that thing is a freaking behemoth. But it looks like the cooling system in that thing is half the size of the, the actual unit itself. What's yeah. the cooling like inside of the Xbox? And is it not up to par again? Is this going to cause more red rings of death?
1: That's, a, uh, that's actually a pretty good question. Um, I don't know. I think the, uh, the there is, I think they were saying a, was it a, 120 or 240 millimeter fan? I don't remember. It's got a case fan that's directing the heat PS5. up on the on the Xbox. The PS5 has a 120. It
2: has a 120. But it, it's that it's that dual-sided one so it draws air from both sides.
1: Ah, uh, yeah. Yeah, so the Xbox, I think it just pulls up air through the bottom with like a 120 and then it pushes it out through the through the uh, through the top. But I think yeah. my problem with that kind of design, though, like, I mean, obviously heat rises, but like you're spitting air out just straight up. <laughs> so I don't know if that, like, causes the like the air around it to just stay warm. But I guess it wouldn't really matter. Like, I guess it wouldn't really make a difference.
4: It It is going to matter because it's an Xbox console. And where do Xbox consoles go? They go inside of entertainment centers and. Yeah. right in front of the tv so like i'm looking at my entertainment center right now and it has four little holes mm-hmm. and even my router in there every i don't know a month or two i pull my router like closer to the back so like it has all my router will be freaking 90 degrees hot when i go to touch it and mm-hmm. that's just because of it's stuck inside there right mm-hmm. next to my ps4 and um the other stuff is like my switch and all that other stuff so it's going to be in a compact area in a lot of households also, who who plays with um, these consoles? I mean, yeah, you're going to have adults, but you're also going to have kids operating these things. And they're not going to know nothing mm-hmm. about where they put it. Uh, it's going to be sitting right next to their TV on their bedroom thing. They're going to have the the fans are going to be blocked. There's going to be cat hair in them. There's going to be, yeah. you know, these things are not. I don't think that they're designing them correctly to take the beating that they're going to take. It's not a PC.
3: I have just a couple of things. Um, just from the form factor of the new Xbox, it definitely looks like it's been designed to be a top shelf uh, appliance. So, because yep. it's so tall and not wide, it's kind of got to be on top. So it has a lot of uh, room for that exhaust, also. And one other thing is that hot to the touch is within safe operating temp of electronics. But can a lot of people think. Put an egg on it, though. Right. A lot of people think that if you touch it and it's warm, something's wrong. But really, I mean, if it doesn't burn you, you might want to think is it off?
1: <laughs> right. So, here's the here's the interesting thing. Um apparently when it was plugged in in standby mode, the entire thing was getting was getting super hot. So it's doing something in standby mode when right. it's like
3: that's what not. the <laughs> The current Xbox One does, because the shutdown isn't really a shutdown. It's more like a low power state. Uh, so mm. that it's it's always on, which means that uh, I think the hard drive's just off or something. So it's still going to be generating heat.
1: It's like that stupid fast boot thing in Windows 10. Mm-hmm. So it's so terrible.
4: Some Something that, uh, I mean, completely off topic, but we're on the, uh, the conversation of power states. Is it actually better to like shut these things off uh, when you're done with them, or better to leave them into standby mode or to let them sleep?
3: Uh, what kind of device, like a PC or an Xbox?
4: I'd say let's go console versus PC.
1: Well, for a PC, you should be restarting it at least twice a week at minimum.
3: Yeah, there's like pros and cons to both sides, because mm-hmm. I always left my computer on or put it to sleep because I'm like... the. Off and on, off and on, uh power cycling reduces the lifespan of the drive um, but at the I don't know at the same time, there's benefits to both. I
1: don't think it really matters too much. It's just restarting it at least a couple of times a week it you know it keeps it like running as best as it can does it does that make like mm-hmm. does that make sense yeah or like it's 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 clearing all that that cache data on through the OS, and just kind of making it not run slow. <laughs>
3: at least does that's what we, I've
1: noticed, noticed at work. So, does And the those Xbox are the
3: technical
2: terms. Yeah, right. Yeah, stuff I don't know about. Does the Xbox have an equivalent for the cleaning vents that um, allow you to vacuum out the dust catcher like the PS5 had?
1: Do you know about no. that? I don't think anybody's done
2: an actual teardown of it, have they? I know they did... Uh, well, Xbox had that like uh, computer generated like animation of a teardown, but no, they, they haven't <laughs> done what PlayStation's done. And I PlayStation. know they uh, they made the effort to specifically have that area where you could vacuum out the dust filter. Oh, yeah. I, I hope you have PS- something like
1: the that. The PS5 looks super modular. They, they are definitely like taking repairs into account in the design. Yep. Whereas no. like, like the Xbox is just kind of like, well, here's a box. For an X.
4: <laughs> I mean, just look at the in-depthness of the stand that the PS5 has. They predicted that people are going to not want to have that thing standing up. And it has like a a, a hidden little slot for where the key goes. It, everything is just custom and, and it just looks so high quality. Um, I made the mistake of watching that whole teardown video with the guy speaking Japanese with no subtitles. <laughs> so I don't know the specifics of all the stuff. But from what I understand in the comments, uh, in the comments of YouTube, which is
0: an adventure.
1: So um, I kind of want to go back a little bit to the the uh, Red Ring of Death question that you had because that's I think that's a great point because um, like the 360, it, it just had really crappy solder on on like solder points on the on the graphics card and it would overheat and melt the solder and, you know, decouple the chip from the motherboard. And that's when, you know, you got the whole towel trick and like remelt the solder and blah, blah, blah. But like I kind of expected, like I was saying, I kind of expected the Series X to run to run hot. And that was one reason why I've been a little hesitant to think about getting one. And I'm, I'm actually more interested in the Series S a little bit more than the Series X. Simply because it looks like it has such better cooling than the, than the Series X, it probably is going to have much better longevity in the long run.
4: The S is, is the old text. digital one. Mm-hmm. See, I, I don't like their naming scheme whatsoever.
1: Yeah, it's terrible.
2: Well, they did already have that burst of Xbox One X sales <laughs> when pre-orders went live because they <laughs> can do <laughs> names. Great. So. <laughs> <laughs> that was okay, going to be the end of that. Somebody got fired over that. Yeah, and a lot of <laughs> grandmothers and uncles spent a lot of wasted money.
1: Yep, somebody's pissed.
2: <laughs> yep. They'll be more pissed Christmas morning. Yeah. <laughs> or that, that's yeah. where it's going to come up again on Christmas.
1: Oh, yeah, it's like the... It um, is, yeah. It's like people who buy uh, like consoles on eBay and they get like yeah. pictures of consoles on boxes or rocks or something. Like the thirty ninety, yeah. People <laughs> still, yeah.
4: I think there was something that was going on with the the RTX thirty was messing up somewhere in the the order queue system. What's what's about that?
1: Oh yeah, uh, well, what do you mean the the like ordering one or like what would what, what do you
2: mean? I think he's talking about how certain retailers were like overbooking it basically and giving out too many pre-orders, and they had to. Uh, Oh, yeah, there, yeah 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 on the
1: pre-order queue. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, so like uh this is actually something else I want to talk about like cuz um yeah, Nvidia just can't keep up with 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 demand apparently and they're blaming the consumers for wanting to buy them, which I found is hilarious, but I mean, I guess that's a good problem to have, but you yeah. have EVG- EVGA is implementing that queue based ordering system where like you put in an order and then like you have five hours to buy the card. Um, And if you don't buy it within that window, you lose your chance. Hmm. I think that's kind of cool. At least gives you a chance to actually buy one.
2: (laughs) So I'm, I'm kind of ignorant to this subject, but like, so you've got like the, the actual like proprietary cards that NVIDIA makes themselves. like, how do will supply open up once like EVGA and and MSI you know start making their own cards? Does it work that way, or, or how does
1: supply work in terms of those other parties? Well, they I believe what they do is they they manufacture their boards off of plans that are, that are provided from NVIDIA. So I don't know if they like I'm sure they have their own manufacturing facilities that they 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 build the cards and get them ready and everything, but like they can put their own designs on it, put their own coolers on it. Um, Mm -hmm. They don't necessarily have to follow the, the specifications for like the cooling system and whatnot, but they have to follow the specifications that NVIDIA have laid out for the actual chiplets and the components on the board. So I, I, as far as like supply and demand, I think it's the same, it's the same situation as NVIDIA, right? There's just so many people that want them no matter how much yep. they stock them, it's not going to matter.
2: I wonder what the time frame is from NVIDIA releasing the card to the plans going to the different third parties to where, you know, does supply suddenly suddenly quadruple over the course of a couple of days or weeks or whatever.
1: Who knows? That's just <laughs> only MSI. And ASUS. later for sure. Yeah. Definitely something that ASUS and MSI and all them, they would have, uh, Knowledge on that, on that, obviously. Yeah, yeah. But uh, that's crazy. So many people want them. It's like yeah. you'd think people would like wait a little bit and just see what AMD is coming out with. But I mean, I guess yeah. you got those diehard Nvidia fanboys. I mean, for good reason, right? Personally. Yeah. Well, they've got some diehard <laughs> Scalper fans, man. Yeah, they do. <laughs>
2: I can offer up some good news though in the way of stock. Um, oh yeah. Yeah. Uh so you know how for the longest time there's been a bit of a switch drought. Oh yeah. Apparently the uh the Animal Crossing version came out at the end of or it came out alongside, you know, the new game. Um <clears throat> I guess those are flooding like store shelves now and those are kind of out in abundance. I'm guessing for the holiday cuz they're going to have another uptick.
3: Is but that it the... does seem like
2: if you're willing to get one, you can go out and buy that version. Is that the, uh, like, the turquoise-looking one? Or? Yes. It's, like, teal and turquoise. It's got the Nook kids on the back. Yeah, that one looked really nice. I actually really yeah. like that design. Yep, and people were clamoring for that, too, because, you know, that's going to be rare. But yeah.
1: apparently not at the moment. Nintendo makes some good-looking consoles, man. Like, I have a new 3DS, one of the Galaxy um, galaxy purple ones man that thing looks gorgeous yeah. it's so cool i can't believe they never
2: they never made a breath of the wild special edition console they did it with the wii u i cannot believe they didn't do breath of the wild i i have that one it's great
0: yeah. nintendo makes some really good looking consoles but they make the weirdest looking controllers
1: yeah yeah like an n64 squid <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, I just it's it's always so strange. Even their most I'd call the the GameCube controller, their most uh, normal hey. looking controller, was still a little weird.
1: Okay, <laughs> like my favorite controller ever. Hey, I
0: I love the GameCube. It is yeah. such I love the GameCube. I used to. I remember coming home from like school and just hanging out with my friend. We would play GameCube. It's
2: a yeah, masterpiece.
1: I don't even, oh, don't even get me started. <laughs> Medal of Honor, uh, Man, yeah. best version of the game. Best version.
4: Did you guys incredible. see the version of the? You guys know the story about Nintendo and Sony, right? Where they actually co-opted, the co-aligned uh, on a console that was going to before the PlayStation became the PlayStation. Oh yeah. They they were going to build. Um, basically, Sony was going to build the drive. And Nintendo was going to build the rest of the unit and they couldn't settle things. So then Nintendo went to 3DO. Have you ever seen one of the original ones? That the Sony and Nintendo product, excuse me, was just found and mm-hmm. sold on eBay for close to $200,000. Yeah. As well yeah. as one of the original Nintendo and 3DO prototypes actually sold for like close to $100,000. Like their console design has been just off the wall ever since their origination of nintendo it's just something that's nintendo only
1: yep for sure
2: Man, what a counter they came up with <laughs> the
1: uh 64 double d uh n64 yeah. add-on that never came out in america
2: but aaron
4: did you see the linked um the leaked website there's a website a french store i don't know exactly i can't pronounce it um, updated their Nintendo console listings um, to be pre-orderable, and as well as listing the Nintendo Switch Pro. Yeah,
2: that there's been a lot of stories about that kind of popping up all over the world. I, I'm pretty skeptical. Um, uh, from what I've heard, they're gonna it's gonna release next year, possibly okay. alongside Breath of the Wild 2. I hope that happens. Um, it's still all speculation at this point from what I can tell, but stuff like that pops up on random news sites, store sites, Amazon, depending on the country. They've got to make uh, something, right? Yeah, I'll believe it when I see it. Uh, what I The main thing I heard is that it would be like you have the Switch Lite that's only portable. You might have a Switch that's only docked, and if you can go 200, 250 and make it more powerful, I'm, I'm sold.
0: Mm-hmm. So would that be the Switch Heavy? Yeah,
1: <laughs> the Switch thick. <laughs> you think th- you think they would make just a standalone like con- traditional console console, not like a hybrid? Yes. Yeah.
2: Well, the light isn't a hybrid. The the Switch light's not a Switch. It doesn't switch. So yeah. Why not make uh, more powerful? You know, 4K, 1440p. Just don't worry about making it portable. Just give me the power, and then. Ideally, have like a save, um, have a cloud save system that makes it easier to transfer between two since sens- two uh, systems.
1: But like they haven't focused on graphics power since the GameCube, though.
2: Yeah, but if you're gonna make a new revision and call it a Switch Pro, what uh, I mean,
1: what are you gonna do, right? <laughs> yeah,
2: how much how much more powerful can you make the portable system without making it four hundred dollars
1: or blow up in your hands when you try to use it? Yeah. yeah i don't know i think they're gonna make something i don't know what it's gonna be though at that point it's not really a switch right
2: yeah well they did they did have the uh, revision that's got about double the battery life and they released it really quietly for some reason i don't know why but
4: yeah i never understood that like i shouldn't have to go into a store and be like hey can i look through all six of your consoles that you have (laughs) under the shelf here to check model numbers to see which one has a better battery there should be something just straight up either do like what the xbox did nintendo switch xzy 1440p version whatever advertising on the box better battery life so i know what the hell i'm looking at as a consumer
2: like is there Uh, devaluing their old stock is that what they're worried about well, didn't they have that
1: red box? Like they had a different box for it, right? Yeah, they had that's what box that is. art,
4: I think. But not they everybody knew that. Card. Like,
1: well, they called oh. it the red box switch or something, something weird like that. I don't know. Yeah.
2: Yep. I think the only thing that's different is the original model has white, and the new one has red. And other other than that, everything's the same. What about those? Uh, that piracy group, that's been. Oh. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. Funny thing about about, the, uh, the, from the story last week. um, Yeah. There were, uh, so there was the group that was sued that Uber chips, they sold products from this team executor and two of the founding members of the team had been arrested. Well, one was extradited from the Dominican Republic and the other one is waiting to be extradited from uh, Canada. Um, I guess Executor has about 12 people in total. <laughs> and funny enough, the uh, the guy's last name, one of the guys that was arrested, his name is Bowser. <laughs> so that just kind of adds on to the whole story. Hilarious. I know. Yeah, and you have uh, Doug Bowser that's running Nintendo of America now. It's just <laughs> everywhere, man. Yeah, yeah I, I, I don't know. Back. It's It's just... Nintendo's really cracking down on this emulation gig and piracy yeah. thing, which
1: actually. Well, re- um, sorry, go ahead. I was just gonna say they've been really big on, like, taking out emulation recently,
2: haven't yeah. they? Yep, and a lot, a lot of the stuff I've seen around it too is like how um, emulation is like the best way to preserve games if you mm-hmm. really want to keep old games going. Um, putting an emphasis on like backwards compatibility in the new systems, I think Xbox is making huge strides there. Oh, they're doing um, great with that. Is, yeah, is I it? wish I wish uh, PlayStation would be better. is isn't
4: emulation huge in the speedrunning community?
2: Uh, it can be. It's kind of controversial though because a lot of um, a lot of submitted runs can be easily manipulated with an emulator. So um, certain games they they don't allow it. Cause it can be too easily meddled with too controversial to whatever.
4: I, I don't know much about it. I just knew there was a way that like they'd play games on certain patches and you had to like download the old, like there's no way like you can just like log into the game and get the old patch. You have to actually like mess around to download it or something.
2: Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. Depending on the game, a lot of, a lot of things that are on like the Wii U virtual console will be used because the Wii U is more powerful. um, I don't. Certain games, I think, Ocarina of Time, Super Mario sixty four, they're all best played on the N sixty four, just because the original bugs are there, no patches, none of that. You know. You're yeah, not I know that cartridge online.
4: Sometimes they'll even go as far as using like Japanese games or PAL games or something like that, just because yep. of response times, and sometimes like the actual localization slows the game down, scrolling through text because the text the, is longer and stuff.
2: Yeah, the text boxes. That's the biggest thing I see is people will use Japanese versions because text boxes go faster because you're using less characters. And that Mm. if you're running a game that takes two hours to beat and you can shave thirty seconds off, well, there you go.
4: Thirty seconds in speedrunning is
2: that's huge. Oh yeah, yeah. They it's every second they care about saving. They kill around milliseconds. Yeah.
4: I was watching um the story of the speed run for uh, Wii Golf Resort. Mm-hmm. And apparently it came down to milliseconds and it's it's just I love that docu series. There's a docu series about uh Nintendo speedruns on the we we resort series.
2: Are you um, talking have, about Summoning Salt?
4: I'm not sure. I'll have to link it to you. I'm think I think you'd be interested in it. It's a good watch.
2: That's a, Summoning Salt is an excellent channel. He document he does these little documentaries on all these different speedruns and their world record histories and everything.
1: Might be keen speedrun Mario Kart live.
2: We'll see. <laughs> we will see. That's gonna you know, I bet someone's gonna figure out a way that you can because um and this whole game, man, I am so skeptical it, that it's gonna be anywhere near how they make it look. It comes out October sixteenth. Um so,
0: Yeah, Aaron, what's up with this? Because I've been looking at this for a dude, while and I'm still not entirely certain what's going on here. I don't know. I am not sold
2: at all. I am so skeptical that this is gonna be um first thing that comes to mind, um can it run on carpet or does it have to be hardwood floor? Um if that's the case, you're gonna limit your base right away. Um it's a hundred dollars for one car what? and like all the all the course materials and stuff. What? But based on the technology, I'm not I'm not shocked by that can you buy the other car a la carte for another 50? How will they market that? How will they sell that? Okay.
0: Let's back so down even further. First off, what is Mario Kart live? All right. So <clears throat> it's basically an RC car,
2: you know, remote control car. <laughs> okay. It's got a camera. It's got a camera on the back and it, it, you scan a QR code on your switch screen to link the camera to the, to the switch console. And it, broadcast to it in real time you use um you play the game to map out your own custom courses and it comes with custom like checkpoint gates that you put in whatever order you want then you paint the course and it does like a augmented reality on your switch screen to match the car like looks insane if if this thing is half of what they're advertising it's going to be crazy but I just have so many questions surrounding how well it's going to work.
0: The first thing I think of when I hear something like that is: Do you guys remember the? They might even still be on now. I haven't really been. It's not really my targeted audience anymore. But do you guys remember the the old uh, Nerf or Nerf offshoot companies where they they advertise the you know digital paintball or IR? Shooting where you, you would have your vest that light up, and they, they show all these kids running around in the arena with their their Nerf guns or their Nerf yeah, they, shoot they guns, the laser and, tag thing. Yeah, yeah, they're they're kind oh, of yeah. like in home laser tag things that really worked for maybe the first ten minutes, and then it was kind of done. I had yeah. one of those. Oh yeah, cute. oh yeah, they were. I remember them working when I got it out of the box, and <laughs> <laughs> not much further
2: yeah if it wasn't nintendo i would i would be completely against it i just don't
1: i am so skeptical i just the one thing that comes to mind because i watched the trailer when it came out and so and the only thing that i keep thinking is like what what are they trying to do here like what's what's the game plan because they had they had labo right and like that did I don't I don't know how that did I, it may have done insanely well. It may have done terrible. I don't I don't know. I never like,
4: understood the love of the series.
1: But like, why, though? And there were jokes going around about <laughs> they were like they found they found a way to use all those old those uh, Wii U boxes now. But it's like, uh, like, what's 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 the end game here? Like, is this just Nintendo just trying to be innovative like they did with the Wii and. Maybe well, what would may like
2: be different for the sake of it. I mean so
0: like, just... to be fair, if I'm hearing the car itself is selling for a hundred bucks, I'm thinking it's money.
2: Um, <laughs> oh yeah, that's I'm a thinking good it's a
0: lot of money. Because I mean, come on, how many seven-year-old kids are gonna run up to their parents asking to play Mario Kart in their own home? It's true. Like this right. is gonna be coming out in October, this is gonna be the Christmas gift that like kids are after.
4: So does this thing, like, live stream your living room or wherever you're playing street to the game? Does, yes. does it update, like, in real time? Like, if my wife gets out the shower and goes walking past the car, is it going to show my wife wrapped in a towel <laughs> on the TV? Yeah. And then broadcast that across <laughs> the internet to whoever else is racing on my game? my Well,
2: map? well I mean, I guess if you're streaming, then yes. <laughs> so,
4: but, I mean, am I right in that... Okay, so a cat could chase my 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 cat will You know I me, mean? these things are going to get ruined by pets?
2: <laughs> I mean, it's a possibility. So one of the things was I guarantee. Like how like how well will this run on a carpet? But another idea I had was does this connect over Wi-Fi? Does it connect over Bluetooth? Cuz if it connects over Wi-Fi, you're kind of screwed if you want to try to take it outside or, or anything like that. But if it's over Bluetooth and you can put me in a parking lot or a big wide open area that that all the cars can run on, then you might be in business.
4: You can switch it, Yeah, you can connect it straight to your switch no matter where you go.
2: Right. But if it's over Wi-Fi, you're kind of screwed. But can I take this out to the driveway? And I'm not limited by coffee tables and chairs and couches. And I can make whatever track I want, you know, for what I'm feeling that day, that's I mean, yeah. That's a cool. That.
4: That's a cool aspect of it because I really don't like the the make your house into a track thing. Like to be completely honest, like my living room's a wreck because my daughter just destroyed it. And I mean, sure, that'll create some cool obstacles, but right. do I really want to stream that to the internet for me and you to jump into a game and you to see how messy my living room is?
2: Like, oh, I
1: wouldn't stream that. No, it just it just seems like they're they're throwing things against the wall and seeing what sticks at this point. Cause they had that, would they have that, well, they have that, um, that Lego Mario stuff? It was kind of the yep. same thing, but not, you know like, what? I, uh,
4: I'd be interested to see what the tech is that they're putting into this car and then how they can use it in other ways.
2: Then you run into other issues, like how many people can play at once the barrier to entry. If you can have one car per switch, everybody's got to have a car and a switch. But I mean, if you get Mario Kart 8 Deluxe, you get four people on one switch on one screen.
4: What's gonna happen in like like my apartment building? Okay. My neighbors upstairs. They don't they own a switch. Is their switch going to like all of a sudden start driving my car around and stuff? Or, no. Or?
2: Well no, that's why you have to scan the QR code on the switch to link the car.
4: Okay, that makes sense. So it's not like old school, like RC cars where you could like switch channels and take over the the other no, car and
0: stuff. No, you're not broadcasting over radio frequency. Okay, it's a Bluetooth yeah. specific pairing. So it's it's Bluetooth it's a Bluetooth pairing it, it could be a Wi-Fi yeah. pairing, but it, it is paired Bluetooth. to Bluetooth. Uh, I feel like Bluetooth would just make more sense. Yeah,
2: you could probably get less latency than Wi-Fi, you know. Did
4: they talk about any of that at all yet? Or is that just
2: they, the unknown? the commercial? Nope. It's been very vague. <laughs> but uh, so many questions and we'll just see when it comes
0: out, I guess. Which is interesting. Releasing in a week that it's so vague as is.
4: Releasing in a week?
0: Uh, on the yeah, 16th? Yeah.
2: Yeah. Dude, Nintendo is going through a ton of crap now lately. I guess they were sued again for the Joy-Con drift problem. <laughs> yeah, which sued I've by experienced firsthand twice.
4: Sued well, by the first time. child.
2: not the it's first time they've child. been sued. Yeah, but it's also the mom spearheading it, and it's a class action lawsuit. So I, the headline's a little grabby, but I
4: know, yeah. But, but I know what they're
2: going for. Like, yeah, they're being sued again. It's a class action lawsuit. They're looking for five million in damages for the class. So, Jeez. but I mean, five oh. million to Nintendo. What is that? That's nothing. Yeah,
4: you're right. I mean, that lo- falls along the lines of like, w- for the class action lawsuit, how many people are going to jump on that? What, 10,000 people? So you do the math, it's, it's, you're going to get five bucks each person.
2: Well, it's more about Nintendo admitting they knew about it and replacing them because they did have a, a very brief program where they replaced some Joy-Cons for yeah, like a few months yeah and oftentimes like you got put in the run around and and they would send them back say that they're fine and they were still broken and you know and if, they just don't they don't want to have to say the words
4: they're going to defend themselves through through the hilt they're going to just try to make it go right. away
1: right i mean if you can throw money at it to make the problem go away then yeah, yeah. like
4: instead of instead of instead of them <clears throat> trying to go through the courts and Say they, they they get awarded the five million that they're asking for, and Nintendo will say, "Okay, well, we'll give you ten million, and we're not going to say shit about it." so we're not going to say anything about the problem but,
2: anymore, okay? But you're not going to keep a class quiet, is the well, main thing. Well,
4: I, I understand that.
2: So, I mean, and everybody knows about it. That that uses a switch. Oh, it's so, a running if Nintendo joke. comes out and admits it, then it's just going to spread, and it's going to be bad PR. So, I can't. I can't blame Nintendo a whole lot for what they're doing. I just think it's shady.
4: I just think it's a, okay, it's a design flaw. You had an issue. Uh, you, you, you actually have a program that you did run to fix yeah. the design issue. Like just eat it. Just literally yeah. be a good company for a change. Eat, eat it, own up to it, fix the, sh- fix it in the future and just do what, other companies aren't doing like other companies want to you're just falling into the same trap of like ea and and activision mm-hmm. and all that just eat the damn mistake you're a billion dollar company it's going to cause you a little bit of losses but it's going to gain you so much more customer support consumer your consumer base is going to love you more if you just admit it just own up to it it's not that hard yeah but yeah. i'm I, then again I'm, on, I'm not in their shoes
1: easy there
2: killer <laughs> <laughs> oh no no second go <laughs>
4: you, you can't tell me i'm not wrong
2: no oh, you're, no you're not you're not I'm, I'm afraid to tell you at this point <laughs> yeah <laughs> um so apparently um genshin's gonna be coming out on the switch too i think at some uh, point yes. have you guys played genshin i am oh, all about man. it it's so good i know like,
4: see you were the one who was questioning it to face you like oh this is just another waifu weibo nonsense game
1: uh yeah it is I mean, <laughs> it is,
0: it's, it's, to be completely fair it is um <laughs> i i'm not sure if you guys have seen me on the discord lately um pretty much the only thing that my pc has been running for the past like odd 15, 20 hours straight is genshin yep uh that's oh, not man. me it's your wife it's it's your wife <laughs> um, my my wife she absolutely adores it it was funny um two days ago I had a downloader down was going to start it because I'm like, yeah, that's kind of Cool. And she came over and asked what I was doing. I'm like, Hey, it's this, this new free game where you know, she's taking it out. You might like it. You're kind of in the anime stuff. You like cute girls and all that. And <laughs> well, shit. I let her, I let her hop on and that's not my game anymore. <laughs> <laughs> From what I can see, it looks for a free game. It looks incredible. It does. Yeah. But it looks really good. It looks pretty well put together. It's pretty simplistic, nice designs. It's
4: there's one I mean, stuff down you can
0: get without you can get from what I can tell, you can get most anything in the game without paying for it just by you know playing day after day after day, you know, week after week as with most free games that have unlock systems.
4: so during our um our Among us uh, session the other night, Um, Crazy, if I'm not mistaken, did mention that it has a rarely aggressive gotcha system in it. Now, I heard that, and that really turned me off. Plus, it's... I I haven't actually had a chance to sit down and play it for more than, like, 15 minutes without being interrupted by my daughter. So, what is this gotcha system that he's referring to?
1: So, they have these things called, uh, I think it's like Wishes or something. And then you can, you know go to their store, buy, like, wishes. They're basically loot boxes or whatever. It's the same thing as every other free-to-play loot box-driven economy, right? But here's the thing. Like, the one thing that I'm kind of thinking about when I'm playing this game is, like, I want to play the story, the main campaign, right? Like, that's really what I'm focusing on. If at any point in time while playing the game... The gotcha system hinders my progress in a way that it turns it into a giant grind fest. Then absolutely, I'm not going to play it anymore. Then you're but done. Then I'm done because right. like because I don't have time to do that. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna do. I already do. I did that enough with Destiny, right? I mean, it, Destiny wasn't really that bad, but I mean, it kind of was. But like with Genshin, like I feel like I can play the story at least right now. I mean, it gates you behind your adventure rank at some point at certain points but at the same time it's very generous with the xp that you get from for that adventure rank so you Man can't there. progress
4: okay so if i wanted to like yeah yeah so i've literally booted up the game ran the first couple of missions and that's about as much as i got into it why uh, from what i understand based on what you guys are talking about you have to play for at least a couple three four five hours to play co-op at least
2: Um, yes, and honestly, I don't know why. Um, I don't know why they were getting any of that. But, yeah, and it probably took about 10 hours to get there, generously. Have you Um, played co-op with anybody yet? No, I haven't. Um, I'm sure we can test uh, that out. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I, I absolutely plan to. What I will say, though, is that I hit Adventure Rank 20 yesterday, and when you hit Rank 20... Uh, that's when they show you the battle pass, which I guess I knew had to be coming. What? Um, So I am starting to see kind of the cracks in the armor as to where, okay, I can see where this monetization is going to start getting me. Um, but I'm not there yet. And I love it so far. Um, the wishes. So the big thing is if you really want to max out your characters, they have what's called constellations to max out their constellations. You need to roll in your wishes, multiple copies of a character. So that just adds to the whole hubbub there of the casino aspect and all that. Um, So I'm I'm starting to see where getting more wishes is starting to affect my gameplay like on the horizon. But in the meantime, I'm still doing the dailies, which are a lot of fun, even though they only take 10 minutes. um, You know, some of the dungeons are repeatable for different rewards, different days, different ascension materials, which is like ways to power up your character. So I can see where I'm going to have to start farming and grinding, but I'm nowhere near done with the story. So I, I can at least ride that train.
4: What does the co-op bring to the table? Like, how many people can play co-op? Very
2: little. You can do up to four, but the co-op there's very little that you can do. Like, you don't you don't benefit it's a both people. Dungeons, right? Yeah, pretty much dungeons. You can do dailies, um, but that's about it. Because at least as far as what you benefit from. If I join somebody else's session, I don't benefit benefit from helping them with most of what they would do. I benefit from the dailies, and I benefit from killing elites to get materials that way, and the dungeons.
0: As it stands, it looks like it's a single-player game that, if you're really bored, you can hop in with a friend and run around and kill stuff. Right. But it appears to be pretty much just a single-player game. And I know this is winding way back, but as to why Crazy called it a gotcha system instead of a loot, box system it refers to gachapon it's a um um in japan they have the their boxes they're called gachapon boxes and they almost run you have uh you know like the the gumball machines where you can roll something and you'll get like a little two inch tall plastic figurine oh yeah yeah they're those but they're on a much grander scale where they have entire gachapon stores where it's just vending machine after vending machine where you roll these things. and they they have like miniatures that you can build. Um, It's a really advanced, uh, sorry, not advanced, but uh, popular thing. Um, A lot of American, not even American necessarily, but international tourists go to Japan, raid Gachapon stores and come back with suitcases full of them and just sell (laughs) them mass market in the US. Sounds
4: amazing, to be honest.
0: (laughs) So like, it's interesting. It's really cool. But that's where the Gacha thing comes from. It's Gachapon. Hmm.
1: So I think, like, um, like, it, I think the gotcha game has, like, that particular meaning has a has a pretty negative connotation to it in terms of, like, video games. But if you really think, think about it,
4: like... I, I, I kind of, yes, I went out the way I, I guess the way I, uh, worded the, the, I, I followed it based on him. Because, I mean, all my description from the game was, I didn't even play it at that point, was, here's this, um... Um, Breath of the Wild copy that you can get sucked into very easily, and then all of a sudden you're you're just going to want to just dump money into it to continue playing. And you, it's not even that you want to; it's like you have to to progress from what that's what I was told.
1: Yeah. So I just kind of what I was what I was saying. Um, so was like if you really think about it, um, like there are games that are just as bad in the West. Oh. Right. Oh,
4: don't get me wrong, yeah.
1: So, like, Warframe is extremely grindy just to get a single weapon. And Fallout 76. Even next... Oh, yeah. Warframe. So,
0: Warframe's out there. I, I love me some Warframe. It's, it's, it's probably One of my favorite games, but the, Warframe is actually one of the games I have. That's probably my most played game on the PS4, oh, right yeah. aside from, like, Smite. I refuse to play it on PC because of how much time and money I've put into Warframe to get all of my Warframes, all of my weapons, all of my ranks. It's an incredibly grindy game. It's so worth it because I had a group of friends where we would run four-player all night for hours and hours and hours, day after day after day. We all put in like a thousand hours into the game. But
1: Speaking of games I mean, that you love, how about, uh, how about Elder's Gate?
0: Baldur's Gate man been looking forward to this for months and months and months and it's finally out on early access and yeah downloaded first day bought it downloaded first day I was uh I was actually walking around my house at like twelve I'm like all right come on come on one o'clock come on one o'clock
1: you're planning out your your theory crafting all your builds in your head and
0: I I would except they're missing my favorite class on release. Uh, so for anyone who doesn't know, Baldur's Gate is based off of the world of Dungeons and Dragons. This current Baldur's Gate edition is based off of Fifth Edition D and D. You get to play as an RPG. It's an RPG game made by Larian Studios, uh, the same people who made Divinity Original Sin. It plays very very close to Divinity. Um, enough so that I also very much love Divinity. I was able to comfortably hop into Baldur's Gate and didn't have any issue with the controls. Hopped right in and was comfortable.
4: I must Um, say, I did too, and I'm very brand new to Divinity myself. So... uh,
0: Yeah, no, I hopped right in, and, um... They were missing the Druid, which sucks. Mm. But I wait.
4: You can go the Ranger. I
0: wait for... I cannot wait for them to release Druid because I'm curious how they'll do the animal wild shape. That's yep. going to be interesting. I am so ready to jump into a bear or a direwolf and wreck some face. It's going to be great.
4: You don't want to go like summoning like the the ranger has a summoning uh, subclass that you can summon like a bear and stuff like that. I was looking at that. So the ranger
0: oh, a Druid can summon. The ra- dr- all all magic nature based classes can summon. Okay, um, I'm I have a warlock that I'm playing on stream. Um, that is very fun. I can't wait to start getting my invocations and all that stuff at level three, I believe. Um,
4: I started my, got a
0: wizard. I've got a wizard that's very fun uh, that I'm doing, and I've got like a fine familiar spell. Um, nice. They're limiting subclasses as well, so all they have is Abjuration Wizard and Evocation Wizard. Um, all they have for the Warlock was Great Old One and the Fiend, so they didn't have like Hexblade. But Hexblade is going to be a big one if they're if oh they're yeah full Warlock in there. Um, yeah, they're missing like they're missing Barbarians and Druids and Sorcerers. Um, Early maybe you know, that Artificer, <laughs> Artificer that'd be a fun one, but I it, it won't I be that don't popular. Know if they're, Going from Core Rulebook, they're missing a few of the main races. I think they're missing Dragonborn. Yep. Gnome. Do they have a variant human or just human? It was just standard human. They don't have very human. They don't have feats in the game that I've seen. So I wonder if they'll add feats. That would be interesting. and I'm really, really hoping they do because feats really help you modify your character to how you want them. But it deals with the D20 system, so you can walk into a game and or walk into a room. I was unfortunately stuck on one section where I unlocked a tomb and the undead woke up around me. But
1: so, being as it's early access, I had a coworker who who also bought it, and he was saying that <laughs> that like uh, some of the animations were broken and like their arms were like sticking out in front of them, crossed and stuff, like just hilarious poses.
0: There have been more than a few times where I've loaded into a game and uh, the animations for the character don't load. So for the first maybe five seconds, I do float around in T-pose. That, <laughs> that has happened. Um, but I'm I'm banking it off. It's early access. It's, it is what it is. Um, I'm not going to be upset if there's glitches. There are quite a few. I had to reload my first save because no other character models loaded in. It was just myself and uh, just the environment so I, I couldn't progress the story. I had to completely reload my missions.
4: I had the very first combat encounter in the game, the few imps you play when you're still on the I'm still on the boat in the sky and um, one of the imps flew outside of the world. I could see him. I could not attack him. He would fly into me. he would hit me and then he would fly back outside of the map. I guess. And he just did that until I died. Hmm. He did that three times in a row. And then finally I got it where I could pass him and save. So now I'm, I'm there. I was really frustrated because there was nothing I could do against him.
1: <laughs> so the only thing I know about D and D cause I don't really play D and D like the actual game. Like the only thing I know about D and D is uh, <clears throat> those legends of uh, Dritz novels by R. A. Salvatore. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. So that's The only thing that I know, that I know about D and D like the Forgotten Realms, and that's about it. Like,
4: well, you would be glad to know that R. A. Salvatore works for Larian Studios and is working on this game.
1: What? Yep. Shut up!
4: They hired him.
1: Oh, he—he he
4: was also—he also wrote the entire story for Kingdoms of Amalur: Reckoning. If you ever oh, played that, oh yeah,
1: I know. Yes. He wrote Love like two thousand years of lore in that. It's nuts. yeah, like he hes is, one of my favorite authors. Like he's, he's
0: amazing. I um. I'm pretty much only familiar with 5e, Fifth Edition D&D, but yeah, I've been in games. I've uh, up until a few months ago, I was running almost a year-long campaign. Um, I thoroughly enjoy it. It's actually really fun to launch into a world and build a wizard or a warlock, and it's like, hey, I know all these spells. I know what they do, and I can just launch in and build my character based on what I know already. It's really, it's really interesting. Yeah, I like it. It's fun. So, Aaron, I know you actually just got it. I did. Have you launched it yet, or are you still...
2: I'm about two hours in. I nice. just had my first encounter with the Intellect Devourers. Okay. The group of them after you land on the surface.
0: So, on the crashed, on the crashed uh, Mind, mind Flayer ship? Yeah. Okay. Yep. I know where you are. I know what you yep. about. Yep.
2: I've got a, a dwarf fighter. It's nice. gonna be in the intro of the podcast, actually. Um... I've only ever had a paladin and a wizard, so I wanted to go a little more classic paladin. combat. That's who they were missing too? Super paladin. excited for paladin! Holy crap! Oh yeah,
0: divine That's gonna be awesome. Divine. Yep. I, I don't know if you feel the same way, but long, playing through the warlock, just how the spells look, like they do, look Eldritch Blast, and the sounds and sight is incredible.
2: Yep. So that I really whole game, dude. Here. I spent forty minutes on the character creator just looking at that all
0: the amazing models they had. Oh, yeah. It looks great. It does. It looks yeah. good. Um, I can't wait for, for, for Alaxis. I mean, we've got a year. Supposedly, that's the roadmap is a year until full access, but.
2: Yep. I'm ready for it. Hopefully they pepper stuff in the whole time. I, I dig the long and short rest mechanics. That's for sure. I love that campsite. Mm-hmm. That's You nice. get to upgrade it and everything.
4: From what I'm understanding, the first thing they're going to look to fix is right now, um, co-op is just straight up broken. Um, it'll work and then it won't. And then it'll work, and then it won't. And a lot of streamers are complaining about it royally. Um, So that is the first thing they are looking to fix. And then from there, they just want to start adding in stuff. Um, I chose to roll a light-based cleric. Uh, And that sacred flame, when it hits, it feels like it chunks.
0: Wait, light or life? Light. The light cleric? The fire-based cleric? Yes. Oh, God, I love Light Cleric. It's such a fun class. I had I had a Fire Genasi Light Cleric that I was playing through a while ago. Very mm-hmm.
4: fun. I'm going with a Dwarf Light Cleric.
0: So, just, just a little ways ahead, you as a Light Cleric unlock a spell, assuming they go by 5e rules. You as a Light Cleric unlock a spell at level 5 that no Cleric gets. You get fucking fireball. And just nice. nuke the room, man.
4: Uh, I've been having a blast with it. I'm excited for us to. Everybody's going to run through their little solo campaigns. And once they fix co op, I'm really. I'm, I'm, I'm all for just diving in and let's roll the game.
0: Yeah, That's good. I'm liking it. Can't wait for more releases. So that's definitely one thing I'm playing. Um, I have also been loving Phasmophobia. Holy crap, the ghost hunting game! It is. It is such a simple game, but my God, it's terrifying. Walking <laughs> into a house and having someone whisper in your ear and slam the door is just horrific. When you are alone and you start getting hunted, is terrible. I was playing with a few guys from the server. I was playing with uh, Maze, the Don, and uh, the it was probably it was either Jarek or Fable. Um, we needed one last clue to deduce our ghost we were in the school which is the second big map i was at the opposite end of the school we had to be alone i called for the ghost to speak to me and i got a sign and i'm like all right let's go and the other guy's like oh yeah i already left you're alone What? okay so i was creeping through the the gymnasium and a hunt started so i hid the hunt passed and then the front door was in my sight. I was like 30 yards away and the front door slammed and the ghost haunted me again and I had to hide in the oh, closet. God. It's so terrifying. I love it so much. But oh, man. Phasmophobia, Baldur's Gate. That's what I've been playing lately. Uh, what about you, Aaron? What you got?
2: Um, call me a nerd, but I've actually been playing through uh Tales of vesperia on the Switch again. Okay. <laughs> as is as is the Tales Way, because I love Tales games. Um, that's kind of the main one I've been playing. Um, I did enjoy Phasmophobia. I enjoy Baldur's Gate. But I'm just on a Switch kick, dude. The last few weeks. Actually, for anyone else out there, that's part of, you know, one of my kindred Switch spirits. Um, certain games on sale right now. Animal Crossing's 25% off. Mario Odyssey's 25% off. Link's Awakening remake is 10 bucks off, and so is Luigi's Mansion 3. Um, And I did check out the Nintendo Treehouse yesterday. They had Pikmin 3 Deluxe. Um, They have some new features. They have like a... They focus heavily on PvP. And they had a new mode that was like completing a bingo card first, like a race. And you have to strategize how you're going to pick what you you take care of. Um, Not my cup of tea, but I'm sure it'll make a lot of people happy. Um, My money, though, is on uh, Hyrule Warriors, the Age of Calamity game i am incredibly excited for that i love hyrule warriors so this one looks 10 times better so i'm i'm really hoping it's going to be good that comes out november 20th so right around my birthday so that'll be a good excuse i need to try those out i love the warriors games yeah they're great and hyrule warriors is um well the the new one coming out is going to be canon so they're really putting extra effort into the story which oh wow is my jam um Also, apparently, uh, uh, Sakurai um, made a note about improving the NET framework on Smash, so hopefully I can get back into that and not have a bad time. Nice. Yeah, that's all I've got.
0: DeFaced, what have you been playing, man? What's your pick of the week?
1: So, as you all know, I'm a massive Halo fan, uh, and I have... So one thing they have on the Master Chief collection that I'm really, really hoping they bring over to the PC um, is they have campaign playlists. And basically it you know, it puts the one that I'm going through is basically um, uh, the Master Chief's story through all four games. Um, and that it's, it's really nice because it just goes from it's just a, it just does all the Master Chief missions start to finish from Halo CE all the way up to Halo 4. Um, you know, and you do all that, you get achievements and whatnot. But I just, I just think it's so cool to be able to like it. It sounds really, really simple because all you're doing is just pick, picking a new mission, but it goes seamlessly to the next mission. So it's not like you drop back down to a menu, you pick the next mission, click start, do the mission, drop back out to a menu. It goes from like, you know. One mission to the next to the next to the next, spanning all the games. So I'm really hoping that when they had Halo Four to PC, they bring those over because there's a lot of other like different like playlists like that that you can do, like all the tank missions in all the in all the uh, games. You can do them with like co-op, and I don't know. It's it's just really cool. And they added ODST to PC as well, and ODST is just awesome. So that's really what I've been doing. Nice. Yeah, that sounds like a lot of fun. Three, four, three.
2: Uh, <laughs> it sounds like uh, Half Life meets Halo. The way they play it right in order.
1: Yeah, it's it's yeah. it's really cool. Jimmy, what you got?
4: As I said last week, um, I have uh, accepted an offer and here's a storm for analysis/slash coaching. So that's been keeping me a little bit busy. Um, it's not as in depth as I thought it was gonna be. I'm more like doing a lot of replay reviews and uh typing up like a document and then submitting my thoughts. So because yeah, I just games
0: can't. playing this week though.
4: But um that that's been keeping me busy. But um I've actually tried to venture out a little bit. Me and per- black and Aaron have been playing this game called Darksberg. Um it's kind of like a ARPG but like a horde mode with like apexes and stuff like that. Um, yeah
0: Aaron covered that last week.
4: Yeah it's uh Pretty fun. Um, we're at progressing in the difficulty. Uh, me and PureLac also decided that we were going to go back and look at an old game, an old co-op puzzle game called We Were Here. It's a nice two to three hour journey, and we had a blast doing it, actually. Um, I wouldn't be opposed to looking at, uh, I think, the next ones We Were Here Together. And then- yeah, there's two more. I um, do
1: have We
2: Were Here Together if you want to play through that sometime.
4: Uh, yeah, definitely. Anytime. Um,
3: I think that's the third one. The second uh, one's We Were uh, We were Here too. T-O-O.
4: Okay. Um, but yeah, that's uh, that. And I did reinstall Diablo 3. And apparently there's a new mode that I haven't even heard of before. It's this challenge mode where it literally gives you a randomly generated character. And everything is max level, max tier. And it's like just, here's a time limit, go. Um, so I didn't have to level nothing. I didn't have to power level nothing. I didn't have to farm no gear. I just was handed a Barbarian, all gemmed out. Everything's equipped. You can't change the build. You can't change nothing. It is literally just meant to see how fast you can optimize your run. Not about your gear, not about anything else. And it just brought back the glory days of Diablo three for me. It was like, I'm going to start doing this like once a day, just as a stress reliever just bashing on some zombie brain was really good for me um nice. so that's what that's what i've been trying to do i've been trying to branch out and reach into other things
0: nice perlick what you got you been into this week
3: i've been having a hard time getting into different things i've just been going back to the good old call of duty modern warfare uh I don't know, I just like it because it's easy to drop in. You know, you can spend as much or as little time playing it as you want. Uh, But what I've been wanting to get into again is Minecraft and Starbound and Terraria. And I'm currently, this whole time, I've been working on setting up those servers for us again. Oh, and Gmod, Gmod too. Oh man, I love Gmod so (laughs) far.
0: Nice. Yeah, Starbound looks kind of interesting. I haven't seen that before, but definitely looks interesting.
3: Yeah, it's the spiritual successor to Terraria, which came out like 10 years ago? I, I don't even remember. It's been a while.
1: It's an old one, that's for sure.
0: Yeah, man. Let's see. Oh, okay. So yeah, 9 years ago. Not quite 10. <laughs> wow. Feels like it goes longer.
4: <laughs> so do we have any goals for anybody for like what we're looking to do over the
3: course of the next week? Get more people into these games. Yeah.
4: People I think, uh... By. Aaron, I wouldn't mind going through that. We were here, too, with you if you're up for that.
2: Uh, yeah, I gotta re-download it, but sure.
4: That could be something I look forward to. Um, yeah, Ian, you? more Just just more Baldur's Gate?
0: Uh, yeah,
2: sure. <laughs> Um, I may be hopping back into Destiny for the Festival of the Lost this week. But I hear it's a little grindy. But I liked it last year.
0: All right. Well, I think it's about time to sign off. All right, everybody. This has been the Chill Gamers Podcast. Thanks for stopping by. We're up on Discord as Chill Gamers, YouTube the Chill Gamers Show, Spotify currently as Chill Gamers, and soon-to-be iTunes, Stitcher, and other podcasting platforms. Feel free to comment, leave us a like, give us some feedback, let us know what you think. Uh, Goodbye, everybody.
2: See you later.